Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. 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 A fun and conversational show where two coaches teach you about anxiety, panic, and PTSD. And how you can overcome them for life. Aloha. Welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach today, Gina Ryan, and I'm glad you're with us again. Thank you so much for being with us week after week. I wanted to tell you we're going to talk today about um, work stress and some tips that we can use to get through that, whether you work at home like I do, or if you work out in a corporate job or a retail job or construction and all of them in between. There's some things that we can do to keep that stress down. And it's this um, accumulation of stress from all our different sources that really don't serve us. So we'll talk a little bit about anxiety and work stress today. But before we get to that, I want to thank everybody for all the five-star reviews on iTunes. We've been making some progress even uh, over on iTunes and moving up in the ranks. And uh, I appreciate everybody that's gone over there and left us those great reviews. They're really fun to read, and they keep us very visible for everybody else that's struggling with panic and anxiety and need a little help. So thanks for helping us help someone else. The other thing I want to mention before we get going is that you can join us over on the Facebook group. And that's just search for us in Facebook as Anxiety Coaches Podcast. You'll find us. And um, that is a free group. I also have a paid group, which is um, monthly membership for group coaching. I just want to talk about it a little bit right now because um, we just started it last month and it's moving along really well. So it might be a good time for you to jump in. It's $47 a month and that's two group coaching calls. So that's two calls a month with a coach and the other participants. It's one hour long and the opposite week we have um our skills sheets that come out. Those are sheets that have, it's one page long, so it's not like big stack of homework. It's just information that will help you on your journey of clearing your anxiety and panic. And you get to come in the group. You get all of the information that's already been put out. You get the past call recordings you can listen to. You get the community support in that secret Facebook group that is just for the members. And that's a nice, it's a smaller group. The big group is fabulous. We have so many good conversations going on there. But the paid um, membership has a small secret group that not only is smaller and more intimate, but it also is not visible. There are some people who have contacted me about concerns about visibility on Facebook, and secret groups are not visible to anyone. It isn't even visible that there is a group. I have to add you myself and um, or one of the other moderators, and we go from there. So that way you have complete privacy. And I hope that's helpful to some of you. 
Anyway, join in if you want. Go over to our website, theanxietycoachespodcast.com, and click on group coaching, and all the information will be there. But it does include the one-hour group coaching session twice a month with an anxiety coach, um, which includes a meditation in the beginning by the coach. Um, There's a check-in period regarding the uh, skills sheet that I sent out, and there's a question and answer period. That's sort of like hot seat coaching. Anybody who has a question or anybody who sent me an email with a question, again, some people like to keep themselves a little less visible, we answer those. Um, there's the two worksheets a month, like I said, the skill sheets, the secret Facebook group, and access to the recording of each coaching group. And again, if you can't be in the group live, you can send your questions uh, by email or messenger, uh, Facebook Messenger to, to us ahead of time, and we, um, we can dive into that uh, on the call from your email. So anyway, before uh, the price goes up, which it might at some point, uh, I jump in because anybody when you the price you pay when you start is the price you will pay uh, as long as you are in the group. So anyway, we're going to get on and talk about some work stress tips. Let's bring that stress down and find ways that we can be in the work, be in the chaos. Maybe your place is chaotic. Be with all these other people and all their energy and all of their um, goings on and still hold our own inner calm, our own peace. And some of these things we have to do ahead of time. So let's get right into it. One of the things we can do is start when we're home uh, from when we wake up. It's a work day. So we're going to take a few minutes and just be clear with yourself that you are actually choosing to go to work. This is, this is not, believe me, that you could choose not to go to work too, right? It may not be pleasant, but you really are not being forced. So again, let's take this into ourselves and say that we are being on our own, choosing to go to work today. And, you know, review, review what you'll be doing. Remind yourself that, um, the way that you're planning it, the goals you have set for that day may or may not happen. We want to always have a plan, but we also want to let go of the outcome. So we know that we can plan, but we don't have to be rigid about what happens. The next thing we can do is you know, bring about awareness as we're preparing for work, whether that be that we are getting ready by showering, by having breakfast, by, you know, chatting it up with the family, um, and tune into how we're feeling when we're doing those things. Tune into how we're being aware of what we're doing versus just rushing, rushing right through this, this uh, morning routine. And when we leave, um, maybe we can make sure that we Actually say goodbye to the people that are in the house if you're leaving and going outside the house for work or if you're going into your office in your home and you're sort of closing yourself off for the day that you can actually um, make eye contact with them and be 
conscious of the fact that you are separating maybe from family and home time into your work time. If you walk and go to public transportation, you can be aware of of your surroundings, what kind of a day it is, the speed of your walking. Uh, it's It's like a moment to moment to moment awareness. And often we are moment to moment to moment unconscious. So if we can switch that up, even in these little, little bits of time, the walk to the train, the walk to the bus stop, the fact that we're getting in the car, putting the key in the ignition, take a breath. It doesn't take you any longer to get to work, to take the breath consciously, then turn the key and go off and do your drive. Um, you can do the same thing when we when you park, when you get to uh, your parking lot at work or your garage. Take a breath. It isn't going to take that much more time out of the day, but it will center you in a way, especially when you start doing this over and over and it becomes habit. It becomes how you relate to yourself as you enter your work day. This is going to make a huge difference in your energy level, in the way you relate to the rest of the workday and the people that are in that surrounding. So when you get into your place of work or your home office, you know, take a moment. Uh, you either sit down at a computer or a desk or pick up your work tools, your classroom book, whatever it is. When you begin that actual piece of working to Take a moment to check into the body this time and see the body sensations. You know, feel your feet grounded on the floor or your your seat sitting in the chair, right? Really be where you are for a moment. We can let go of any tension that we feel just for that moment. Notice it in the neck, the shoulders, and let it go gently. If you have breaks in your day, wonderful. Some people have scheduled breaks. Other people take them as needed. If you have scheduled breaks, you already have half of this next tip done. But if you don't have scheduled breaks, I want you to try to consider adding them in. Whether you use a timer on your computer or your watch, just to know that you have 10 minutes to get up and change from the location of your work into something that is more um, relaxed and centered because our work may not allow us to be uh, fully relaxed, right? We, we have, our mind is working, our body is working, and we need to get little shifts away from that in order to keep ourselves in a really good frame of mind and form. So schedule these in where you can. Maybe it is at the scheduled time, which is your break time. Back in the day, we had coffee break and then lunch and then another coffee break. And if you have those, great. Use them. Get up away from your workstation. Walk around. Relax your shoulder and neck. And enjoy your lunch time. If you have a full hour, you can actually do something that you like. If you have a shorter amount of time, use the space that you're in to your own advantage. Maybe you can do some stretching. Whatever you do, you may even be able to sit and close your eyes and meditate for 10 minutes. 
I have clients who find that their lunchtime meditation really serves them because they are not tied up with family. And for some people, it's easier to detach from their work environment than their family environment. So they use their lunchtime as their meditation time. That can be fabulous. Just don't forget to eat your lunch, too. We want to make sure that we keep ourselves well-fed and hydrated throughout the day also. But changing the environment, even if that means you're going inward instead of being externally focused, can be a great shift. Another thing you can do, depending on what your work is, is to stop every 45 minutes or so and actually push away from the desk for a minute. Um, That helps a lot of people keep aware of that they are actually at work and working instead of just doing things unconsciously. So again, that's moving away from your desk or your workstation or even mentally moving away from it depending on what you're doing, for a minute. And uh, this, again, can become a habit and can really refresh you and have you have much better work throughout the day. You can be so much more productive that it can be an enhancement rather than a taking away from your, um, your job. One of the things I love is using everyday cues in our environment. Um, And we can use these to center and relax ourselves. The one I like for myself is the ringing of my phone. Um, And again, I like to use the key in the ignition in the car. And, you know, a lot of people have apps on their computer or their phone that help them to have a cue, an external cue to remind them. But another cue can be having to wait on the phone, having to wait for a particular email, like when you're stuck and you can't do something more, having to wait for someone to finish a particular piece of a job for you to continue continue your work. Those don't have to be irritating. Those can be mindful times where we go internally and feel the calm to say our mantra if we have one, or to say a prayer if that's your uh, way of communicating with your inner self. Just let it be beneficial versus irritating. Just remembering to do it is a big deal, so you may want to put little notes to yourself in your email box or on your phone, and use these little times during your workday to enhance your work, to enhance your mindfulness, and to enhance your overall well-being. Another piece we can do is to be mindful of our communications with people in our work. Um, We can talk about whether we are getting along with people, if if we're able to communicate with them well. Some people are generally passive and some people are generally happy some people are generally angry and that you're going to find a mix of that throughout your day so you can ask yourself how you can better relate to these people and again one of the ways to do that is to be your best and let go of the outcome letting go of this outcome over and over we're going to hear as we start clearing our anxiety and panic We do that by letting go of the outcome. 
When we leave our work, it can be another time to check in. How are we feeling? How is our energy level? What is our, where is our stress settling in our body if it is? And review what we've accomplished and make a list of what needs to be done tomorrow, right? We can make that list mentally. Maybe you do that on your email or in your calendar. But we can just at least mentally make a note of what needs to be done and let it go. It's already done. It's prioritized. And we can let it go and start to shift gears. We can bring our awareness to our breathing. We can be aware that we're actually making a transition. We can say, leaving work and see how we feel. Again, what is our energy level? What is our posture? I love that's a beautiful check-in, isn't it? What is our posture? Are we slumped over? Are we standing tall and erect? Are we ready to transition and go on with the rest of our day? For many of us, there's a lot of day left over after work. And when you arrive home after your travels or your transportation and after you close your office door or close your computer lid if you work at home. It can be just as simple as that or closing out the email box for the day. That's a transition time. And we want to call this the coming home, coming into a different frame of mind for a different part of our day. And try greeting the people that are in your family or your evening environment Mindfully, make eye contact and and smile. Like, make it a pleasant transition. This is both for yourself and for those around you. And when you get done and home and in the door, consider changing clothes. I have always thought this was a great transition. Um, I know people who have physical jobs It's very easy for them to do. They can't wait probably to change out of those work clothes and into more homey clothes. And those people who are executives and are in really tight attire that is business attire that it cannot, maybe not always be so comfortable, they often want to change quickly too. But we can all benefit by doing that. By changing clothes, we are actually signaling to our mind and body that we are done with that piece of our day and we're moving into the other part of our day. This is really, really, really easy to do and you don't need to do all of them, but you can start by just being aware of where you are and what you're moving into. Are you moving into work? Are you moving into home? And staying conscious of that and making our goals and our plans and for our work and letting go of the outcome for those. It really can bring the stress level down. Now, this didn't get into for having actual panic at work, but if you are, let's just have a couple little tips here. Take a moment out for yourself, remembering that the anxiety and panic attacks do not last forever. We have to remember this. As we're starting our journey into clearing our anxiety, we need to be consciously aware of this. Write yourself a note. But it is just like the waves. They build. You can almost see them coming. They get really big. And then they 
uh, they crash. It goes down. It never lasts forever. Even these huge 50-foot waves that we are having here on the island of Maui right now on the North Shore, they don't last forever. They get, they come, they get really big, and then they crash, and they, the water goes to the shore, and it goes goes back out again. Water ebbs and flows, waves, they come and go. This is very true of our anxiety and panic. Now the panic doesn't last forever. So when you're feeling that at work, find a quiet place, even if you have to go to the bathroom and close yourself off and let yourself breathe. Just relaxing the breathing, letting it go down into the belly, a relaxed belly, like we like to call it the Buddha belly. Let it hang out and let it breathe. This action of the deeper breath, when the belly goes out, it is a deeper breath. The diaphragm then is relaxed and pushes down onto the vagus nerve, which automatically stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system, which brings us down. So just find a moment to be alone and use your other, you know, everybody's got their tips and tools that work. They use their lavender. They use cold water on the back of the neck, on the wrists, or just breathing, saying your prayer, your mantra, whatever brings you back into your calm center And letting that breath be the physical part that can actually start to pull you out a little bit more easily and remembering that it doesn't last forever. I hope that some of these tips were helpful for you and that you will use your time of work, of home to work, work to home, even just those basic transitions as times of mindfulness of consciousness, of being aware. When we have awareness, we have way less stress and anxiety. So let's use that to our advantage. I'd love to hear what you guys are doing for yourselves on your homework transitions. So hop on over to the Facebook group and tell us about it. Let us know what's going on with you under this post where this episode is posted. Give us a few ideas that you that work for you that you can share with everyone else. I love that you guys tune in week after week, podcast after podcast. And as you heal and you have better moments, please share them on the Facebook group. One of the best things about a group community is that we can share our successes and we can share our hopes and how well we are doing. So I'm going to look forward to reading those. Hop on over there, the Facebook group, and don't forget to leave us a five-star review if you're liking these podcasts. And we're going to have Coach Rachel on before you know it, so please look forward to that. Thank you again for being here, and until we meet again, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more at anxietycoachespodcast.com. We'll see you next time.